ones that are in my head. I, don't I, know, use... I feel like we've talked about this, but like I, I come up with bad things. Um, so when I actually do go out of my way to tell someone something, it's usually something I really think will work. Yeah. Like if I just think that something's okay, I'm not even going to bother. See, but I, I remember a tag that you gave me when, uh, when I, when I used, I used to, I'll bring it back, but I don't know the, 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 uh, miscarriage joke about, yeah. My, yeah. yeah. Um, when you gave me that tag about like who names it and who yeah. the fuck names a dead baby. Uh, I thought that was yeah. fucking hilarious. I still use it whenever, yeah. only when I'm in Chico. That, that's a, that's a really, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that, yeah, that one in the it yeah. joke about, uh, you know, kids getting an ass full of clown. Yeah. yeah. I think that one's more enjoyable for people to watch me do because it's like I wonder how this is gonna go with this crowd because again in Chico they they ate that shit up like they were like they're right they should have been fucking those kids in that <laughs> yeah. movie like they're <laughs> yeah because at be pun- cautious of certain jokes that the oh, audience God. agrees too much with like if you're I, trying to be ironic like yeah <laughs> I did that I did that at a yeah I did that at Punchline There Goes the Neighborhood show and that was yeah so even it, like Luke was talking to me afterwards and he was like yeah man you gotta know when to do certain jokes you know yeah. and I was like yeah. oh god fuck yeah he's right that but I I love that joke so much I, I think it's so funny but it I don't know it's kind of I don't know. I just like doing it, but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't always go over so well. It's definitely not going to go over well tonight. Meow. Where Where are you at tonight? Modesto. No. I got to get my shift covered at Punchline. I'm still in the works on that. Hopefully, it's really too bad that they don't have. Because I remember when I worked at Target, if you were going to college and you were working towards credits in school that applied to like a manager position at mm-hmm. Target. They paid for those units in your school, but only those wow. units. It'd be kind of nice if you worked at a comedy club. Like, if you had a show, you automatically... I know it's selfish, but you... <laughs> it's not selfish. It's oblivious. It's uh, just delusional. <laughs> so you're saying that having your mom calling sick for you is not, uh, not the... No, it's oh, not okay. the best route. I did that once. Yeah? I did that when I was 20. 20 when I was 22, I was busting at Luca, and I was living with my parents at the time. And yeah, my mom called in sick for me and I, I was happy. I was, I was so excited as she was doing it. I was like, I felt like a kid again. I was like, wow, this is like, maybe I could what do this again. What did you do instead? What did, what do you mean? Well, like, what did you do with your day? Were you actually sick? No, I was running late. Oh, okay. I was running late and I knew by the time I got, that's the thing. Like I had to be there at 11. This is 12 years ago. So I'm not that person okay. anymore. I just okay. have to say if I... This is the part of me that makes me sick about myself. If I... I'll tell you another one. Uh, like, I was running late, and I had to be there at 11, but when I called, it was 11.10, so I knew by the time I got all ready, I was going to be the guy rolling in an hour late. You know, like... Yeah. And you can't... I mean, it's it's weird walking into work super late. You know, like, yeah. like two hours late? Like, that's... Yeah. I don't know. And not every manager is going to say, you know what, just stay home. Or, you know, we'll just talk about this later. Some managers will tell you, like, no, get your ass in here right now. And they need you to work, but then they'll also recommend you the same amount as if you just no-show, no-called. But you know what I realized that my my supervisor at my work started doing? The the scary job where, like, I make sure the paper goes into the printing press the right way and stuff. I found this out, but I finally figured out how to do my job. Oh, you tweeted about that. Did you? That's yeah. true. Yeah. I was very upset, but at the same time, I was like, wow, that's, that's not 
Okay. Check. 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 I I'll, I'll give you that. Like that's flawed logic because it's your job as a as a superior. I to think have he, all that like that, that responsibility falls on you. So the well the the tweet well the tweet was but what actually what happened was there were certain things about my job that I I finally everything started clicking. You know I was like oh that's why you carry the two like that you know everything was clicking for me at work and and then I and uh, and one of the guys in my shop told me he was like. Yeah, man, he like, that's his style. Like he doesn't like, cause, cause if something goes wrong, he needs a fall guy. I was the fall guy for two years, but I just realized, so it's kind of freeing now. Now I realize what I should be doing. So I'm not the fall guy. Yeah. And it was kind of nice. It was fucked up, but I don't know. Jobs are, I'm not even upset about it. It's like, I, cause it doesn't matter. Like my, my nickname there is fag socks. Like there's nothing I can do. Again, it's like my like every day I walk into there, I feel like I'm walking into work an hour late. That's how I mentally feel. But it, and people tell me to get a new job, but it's like the pay good. Oh my god, it's insane. Okay, it's but, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, it the benefits that the uh, yeah that that one didn't. When I was talking about my systemology last night on stage, the one thing that didn't go over well was a lady said, "What did it feel like?" And I was like, it kind of felt like two of E.T.'s fingers, like, just went up there. And that didn't get, like, the best reaction. I thought that was going to be good. Like, E.T.'s fingers. That's a visual. Like, people... If I said an E.T. Yeah. finger, I don't know. I feel like it's... it's Put it this way. I think it's surprising it didn't go over well. Because, to me, it strikes me as very easy. Is it? I think it's a very easy pull. Oh, you bitch. So, I think it should work. But you shouldn't feel good about it. <laughs> Really? Is that... I think so. I think just like... Compare that to something. Well, just compare it to other E.T. jokes. Like, just having like... Oh, is know, it? E.T.'s fingers. Like, it's like, that's... It's kind of a dated thing. That that would kind of be... Maybe a Aziz's fingers? I think that would go over people's heads. Oh, that's yeah. too bad. Really? Well, maybe I... I don't know. A lot of people are doing... That's what Tony Hinchcliffe did. He dedicated like his first 15 minutes to shitting all over everybody. Really? All the... Con- yeah, man. He was like... Uh, uh, he he went in on Louie, and he went on. Oh man, he did a number on Amy Schumer like that one. Even the amount of material she has supposedly stolen, what he said about her on that stage was just like, "Come on, man! Like that's really I've mean." I've never been crazy about him. I think I I, I think you would maybe, like him. I watched maybe like ten minutes of his special when that came out, like uh, his ma- last year or whatever. But. His uh, his major callback to his new whatever hour or something um, is you know making room at the top of the mountain for Tony Hinchcliffe, a new upcoming megastar of stand up comedy. Like that was you know because I'm Tony Hinchcliffe, mm-hmm. superstar stand up comedian. Like he just kept going back to that. It kind of, it reminded me of like the wrestler, Mr. Perfect, you know, like that's like his persona that he's putting on. Yeah. And a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of his material is a lot of this things he talked about on stage, like is just bragging. Yeah. You know, like, like he real he realized how much money he was making cause he was sitting next to Migos. That's a dumb joke. I didn't think so. Like I thought that was kind of like, I don't know. Cause that doesn't strike me as humor that strikes me as just bragging i think he'd be a really good like i I don't know this is stupid but like i feel like he'd be a good writer for some of the dialogue on entourage episodes like you know 
like some yeah, good like turtle was <laughs> like yeah turtle was trimming his pubes and I was getting blown in the bathroom then Snoop Dogg was like Ezo like I feel like that because that's kind of the God I could I repeat like, that again I, I, I couldn't like do that Entourage again if you paid me to begin with uh, I know I hate Entourage <laughs> It's it's like yeah what it's a shit show. It's like if the fresh it's like if Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil didn't live in the mansion. Like that's what that's what entourage. There's like there's no rules. Everybody's got money. Like there's car, and it's not a black family. It's a bunch of Guidos from Jersey making it big out in the. But then they they have that you know that uh, remember the guy from the Notebook uh, Noah's Goss- best friend. Oh, not Gosling, no, the other guy, I the short orange. Don't there, tease. I barely the, recall. I, I saw that movie like twice. Okay. He was, uh, yeah, he was in that. Uh, he was in Entourage. He was the main agent guy. He's like, I don't know, you don't see him too much, but he was kind of like a sweetie pie douchebag kind of a guy. A lot of rom-coms. 